Safety Net Studio presents. Obviously, the ego. No, the ego's I, taken over. Stop talking about my ego. I'm trying to defend my content and my I'm creativity. I'm your content. Yes, I never said yes, anything about you. I'm talking about the dog face to 420 dude, no, and you're you, making it about and then you. You literally just said you're like TikTok gave you a win. All no. of your likes and no. views. It's the ego. That's exactly no. what I'm talking about. This sounds like somebody who TikTok. wishes they got views. No, I literally <laughs> barely on it. This show is being broadcast on Treaty One territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe. Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples. And on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast. With Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Oh, we're going to wrap up the week in style. We got some winning on the way. $50 to spend at Hermanos. Coming up a little bit later on. More of those curling tickets, too. I think we might have to put Jasmine Lane on the hot seat for some curling trivia. Okay. See you some day. That's coming up this morning. We also have uh, your weekly web wrap. Mike Mason's going to stop by and give you some football picks over the weekend. Yes, Jasmine Lake. I have a conspiracy theory for you. Uh. I, I got into one really deep last night, started investigating tons of things, and it all has to do with TikTok. It is a TikTok conspiracy theory. Very curious on your thoughts. That's coming up just before 7 o'clock. Tyler Carr. Be prepared to be triggered. Okay. I, don't, I have no idea what it's going no, on. That and a whole lot fine. more coming up. My name's Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. Hour one starts right now. You know, I, um, I've i spent 20 years in Winnipeg. By the way, I uh, next week. So I'm officially what? celebrating 20 years. What? Yeah. My flight that's, landed. That's awesome. Thanks. My flight landed January 27th. Of 2003, and then officially was on the radio as of February 3rd, 2003. So, yeah, 20-year 20-year uh, milestone coming up here. That's awesome. And I've spent the bulk of my living on the west end of the city. Uh, I was in well, – I started downtown and then was out in uh, Westdale, and then from Westdale to St. James, and that's when my wife and I met, and then we got a big dog, and then we got a kid, and we thought we are having another kid, and so we had to get another home, and then we moved outside the perimeter, and we have just kind of bouncing around outside of the perimeter Gypsies. for the years. Uh, the what? Yeah, gypsies. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, it really has been over the past five years. Uh, but man, St. James, I loved living in St. James. The accessibility to the football stadium when it was there, the accessibility to Polo Park. There were some great watering holes around there. I mean, the times I spent at Dylan O'Connor's, I couldn't even count. But that spot at Dylan O'Connor's is now underdogs. Mm-hmm. And it's still a great spot. Yeah. And there was a restaurant right next door that had like this glass atrium and there was a bunch of different businesses in there and just never really seemed to find the right thing mm-hmm. there was like there was a taco joint in there once upon a time there was a whole bunch of I mean, different trying ones. everything everything mm-hmm. but i think they may have found the right one I, I think so too i really do so yesterday they uh it's not open yet just as an fyi this is like a little <laughs> sneak preview but also can i just add before i say this there are so many new businesses coming to winnipeg right now it's like, awesome mm-hmm. yeah. so many like activate yeah, like zellers yeah, yeah! Zellers and St. Patel is fun fact. A lot of people thought it's going to be a standalone store. It's in Hudson's Bay and it's going to be in the St. Patel location. And we just talked about Arby's, Krispy Kreme. There is a new Activate location opening up in the uh, other direction of the city and near Transcona this year. And then in the one that Dave is talking about right beside Underdogs is a new diner and it's called Dreamland Diner. And the owners reached out to me yesterday and they asked me to come down and like check it out. And it is a full 50s style diner like the aesthetic is bright pink and then also the white and red neon it's literally gorgeous 
it is gorgeous and it's going to be doing the ice cream the desserts the the hot dogs like everything it fully feels like when i walked in i was like oh yeah Dare I say Riverdale? This is a diner. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that, Jasmine Lane, because that's the first thing I thought of as Pop's Diner from the the old Archie books. Yeah, it's really, really cool. It's not open yet, but uh, they did say they're opening in like the next two-ish weeks, they're Mm -hmm. hoping. Uh, They have a whole Marilyn Monroe section with like a shoe and iconic prints all over. Like they've done a fantastic job. And I always say, I always say. Just another fun and exciting thing that we have here in Winnipeg that nobody else has. Like, I don't see anybody doing a 50s diner like this. Every neighborhood seems to kind of take its turn, but with that announcement that Polo Park is doing with the expansion uh, of Cadillac Fairview, and I mean, St. James is going to pop. Yeah. Big time again over the next few years. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, I, I think St. James is kind of the it place right now. You're seeing so many things coming up, but also not to take away like season of tuxedo and they're expanding mm-hmm. so much and they've got this. Meanwhile, over in the Kildonan area, we've got the new Cineplex that just opened. You know, mm-hmm. like there's and just rumors of the new restaurants and stuff yeah, in there too. Like there's just every area's got something new coming up and it's just an exciting time no matter where you're living. So yeah, I think, I think 20 23 is going to be really cool for Winnipeg. Uh, for anyone that uh, frequents downtown and did back in the day, this uh, this joint kind of reminds me a newer version of the wagon wheel that yeah. used to be right downtown, which was yeah. like an old diner. Did I, you ever check out? Were you were you around when the wagon wheel was here? No, but I totally did a Google search after, and I was like, oh, that is so cool. <laughs> that 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 diner, I, honestly, you could walk into that, and you're like, am I in New York? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that honestly felt like that. But that's I, that's how I that's how you know uh, a business or a restaurant really does it well is when you walk in and you kind of escape the reality of where you are and they take you to a different spot. And that's kind of how I felt yesterday at this diner. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm actually in the fifties right now. Very cool. Can't wait to check it out. A couple weeks away, you said. Yeah, two, about two ish. They said so. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Tear away a day calendar, courtesy of Mama Carr up there in Swan River, Manitoba. Bit of a spoiler alert. I think we're actually going to hear from the Carr family uh, just uh, shy of an hour from now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's what it seems like. Hmm. Uh-huh. Phone call may be coming in on the loud line, which is brought to you by Ski Collision and Glass. If you want to jump on that, 204-478-8040. But on to the business. And speaking of which... For Friday, January 20th, 2023. Should I bring a ladder so you can step out of my business? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Clever. Clever. Uh, that is our desk calendar. That's it here in the studio. Uh, news feed, sports feed coming up here momentarily. 23-year-old Brock Purdy. Got an interesting comment from him. He's the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. He's going to be making his second career start in the playoffs. Coming is, up uh, this weekend. Is he is he pretty or is he pretty? Well played. Well played. Uh, I'm actually curious to know if his fan club is going to be called the pervert. Oh, no. Yes. No. Yes. No, no. no. All that coming up in the sports feed right after the news feed. First, we got time to do this. Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. So Republicans in the U.S. are widely known for speaking out against things that they believe to be wrong in society. Many of those things are things that others think are are human rights when, you know, we're talking abortion, same-sex marriage, you name it. But there's one Republican, George Santos, whose name you may have heard before. And it sounds like uh, he just got busted. So he's previously demonized drag queens. But according to friends of his from Brazil, he actually is a drag queen. And he had his very own persona named Kitara. 
And they have photos to prove it, as well as photos of Santos in drag at their pride parades. And he is an openly gay Republican member. But he did also back the Don't Say Gay bill and has made a lot of terrible comments about drag queens. Remember when there was all of those uh, readings going on, the story time with drag queens, and people were like, you're you're influencing our children. You're grooming our children. He was one of the guys that was very much on that side of things. Um, and also another thing that his former friend said about the representative is that he was notorious for lying. And... He has lied a lot. He lied about his educational background when he came into into politics and everything. And he's actually had a lot of members of Congress, Congress, Congress calling for him to resign now because they're like, what are you like? Are you just faking everything to get more votes in the Republican Party? Like, why don't you just be who you are? Well, look at it this way, just for the sake of argument. Just because you have a certain belief, you have to make sure that you're representing the people that voted you in. So it may be something that he personally agrees with, but representing the people of his district, he feels like he has to vote against this. That's actually a really good example of a representative rather than somebody who's pushing their own agenda. Ooh, ooh, you got me with that last line. Anything, T-Car? No. No? Nothing. Oh, okay. Okay. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Amazon is back to making customers upset again. And uh, also find out what the Black Eyed Peas has against this popular children's toy. First, though, adding to information we reported on earlier this week where Sunwing Airlines abruptly started canceling winter flights from the prairies. And now... Experts are saying the possibility of Sunwing as a whole falling under due to their inability to stay afloat while still feeling the damage caused on the industry from the pandemic. So they also just canceled another route actually from out of Winnipeg. So it's interesting because they had the the one route, they had two routes in Mexico. They canceled one then abruptly canceled the other. So a lot of experts now are saying that they are likely going to end up going bankrupt. People are disappointed about Amazon yet again after the company announced they were ending their Amazon Smile campaign, citing its failure to failure to create the impact they wanted and that it was just spread too thin. Amazon Smile allowed customers to donate to causes that they supported, uh, local and national, and customers are outraged over the sixth largest company in the world ending a charity initiative that brought in hundreds of millions of dollars and counting to various organizations throughout the country and also gave them a choice of where their donation money is going. Poopsie Slime Surprise is getting sued for $10 million by the Black Eyed Peas. Why? Well, have a listen. The toy that poops glittery unicorn slime uh, did not get the rights to the song at all, which was a major error on their team before pushing out all of these commercials, stealing the melody and changing a few lyrics to benefit their ad. Changing a few lyrics. (laughs) Changing all of the lyrics. Changing a few. uh, Hey, there was a what you gonna do in there. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's. I've I've always said that uh, if you're going to use foul language, make sure it's literarily warranted. I think this is a perfect example to say that this is a really shitty situation. Oh. (laughs) 
The Black Eyed Peas did catch wind of this, and they are right. suing in full swing for $10 million. Uh, We're still waiting to find out on what Poopsie Slime has to say about that. All right, we'll start with the Winnipeg Jets, who were in downtown Toronto last night, taking on the Leafs. Leafs jump out to a 3 nothing lead before this happened. Art Scheifele, back across to Morrissey. 15 seconds to go on the first penalty. Scheifele, Morrissey, Connor winds and shoots, scores! And there's that one-time shot for Kyle Connor. And he scores with 12 seconds left in the first penalty. And the Jets are down two. That was the sole highlight for the Jets last night, outside of watching them pull their goalie more than Ron Jeremy. Uh, thanks to Scott, who emailed that one in. Mm-hmm. 4-1 final for the Leafs. Jets will head up the 401 to take on the Senators tomorrow night for Hockey Night in Canada. As the race for the Central Division continues, the Dallas Stars beat the LA Kings 4-0 last night to regain control of the top spot in the division and the conference. Oilers and Lightning were tied at three in the third period last night. Now 2-1-2, two two, McDavid and Heim. Forced out wide. Around. Pulled with the net. Short touch. Connor McDavid has made it 4-3 with his 39th of the season. 5-3 final for the Oil over the Lightning. Paul Maurice's Panthers beat the Habs 6-2 yesterday, and the Bruins extended their win streak to four with a 3-1 win over the Rangers. Jersey and the Seattle... Kraken. Yeah, they went to overtime last night in Seattle. Burakovsky with a shot. He scores! final over the Devils. Sabres also won in overtime. 12 seconds into overtime to be exact on a Hail Mary pass from the opposite end of the ice. 3-2 final over the Islanders. Switching to tennis, Canada's chances of a female Australian Open winner this year have been dashed as both Bianca Andrescu and Leila Fernandez have been bounced from the tournament. On the men's side, Felix Auger-Aliassim was serving for the win against Argentina's Francisco Sorondolo. Felix is Canada's last hope as Denis Shapovalov lost his third round uh, match in a five-set marathon just about uh, half an hour ago. Davis Thompson is the round one leader at the PGA Tours American Express in Palm Springs. Adam Hadwin, the top Canadian at four under par, six shots back of the leader. And okay, here we go. Divisional weekend in the National Football League. Mike Mason will be joining us with some picks just after 8.30 this morning. Chiefs and Jaguars will kick off the fun tomorrow at 3.30. Eagles and Giants tomorrow night at 7.15. Sunday, we'll see the Bills and Bengals at 2 p.m. And the 49ers and Cowboys at 5.30. Now, Brock Purdy, quarterback for the 49ers, 23-year-old. He was drafted with the very last pick in last year's draft. 262nd overall in the 7th round. And he had to come into relief towards the end of the season after the 49ers ran into some really bad quarterback trouble. And he won his first ever playoff game last weekend. Okay. And first time that's happened in a long time. He was asked how he's staying grounded after winning his first playoff start last week. I don't try to make it more than it is. Um, I'm a faith-based guy, so that's how I stay grounded. I wasn't born to just to be a quarterback and play football, and that's it. Mm. Like, I have a life, and and everything like that and I, I remember that but at the same time man I'm, I'm a competitor I love to compete I want to win at all costs and definitely thankful and blessed to be here for sure what do you think yeah I mean I mean the the part where he said I have a life I'm like yeah well you know part of your life is what you do yeah I don't know it's it was yeah whatever 
I thought, it was a pretty, I thought it was a pretty mature yeah, response. Yeah, like, it, it was mature. It's just, like, you could tell that he was just like, stop talking to me about it. <laughs> like, just stop. Don't ask me about it. That uh, That is going to be the game of the week for sure, Sunday evening, Cowboys and 49ers. <laughs> Sports is brought to you by Jim Pattison, Subaru Sales. Usually people Pattison. that say, I have a life, I have a life. They normally don't have a life. So <laughs> That <laughs> is Actually, a fact. He, he walked into a restaurant uh, after the game last week, and uh, the entire restaurant stood up and gave him a standing ovation. Oh, okay, that's cute. Yeah, him and his family were there. He said it was pretty surreal. The opposite uh, of what happened to Britney Spears when she went into a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. put out their phones. Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler. For January 20th, 2023. Cardi B has blamed the internet for her decision not to submit WAP for consideration at the Grammys. The X-rated collaboration with Megan Thee Stallion was released back in 2020 and spent three weeks at number one on the singles chart. Additionally, the song clocked up the biggest ever first week streaming figures for a single track in the United States. During a recent interview on Jason Lee's Revolt podcast, Cardi was asked why she never ended up submitting WAP to the Grammys. You know what? This is something that is like, I need to stop letting the internet control my life because I didn't want to submit WAP because I was afraid that if I win... Or if I, you know what's so crazy? The internet got me even afraid of winning. I know. In December of 2020, Megan Thee Stallion said that the controversy surrounding the tune came from a place of fear and insecurity. Drake has apparently purchased a 14 karat gold plated PlayStation Portable that was commissioned back in 2008 by Pharrell Williams. According to the listing on the Pharrell Williams owned online auction house Jupiter, the gold plated PSP was commissioned in 2000. 2008 to go alongside Williams' existing Golden Blackberry. The PSP featured a 14-karat gold casing to replace the stock plastic and almost tripled the weight of the portable console. A custom Goyard carrying case was also commissioned for storage and transportation and was included in the auction. Last year, Williams sold the Golden PSP for just shy of $20,000 at auction. And according to Drake's new music video, he's the one that bought it, as he can be seen playing the PSP in front of his Ferrari in the video for Jumbotron sh- Poppin'. The video also shows Drake greeting Lil Baby and heavyweight boxer Iron Mike Tyson. Finally, Rihanna has received an apology from Stephen A. Smith after he said he'd rather see Beyonce headline this year's Super Bowl halftime show. During an appearance on U.S. daytime talk show Sherry, the ESPN sports commentator said this. I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. That's, yes. not, where I'm, that's not where I'm going with this. Oh. She's a lot of things. She's spectacular, actually. Yes. There's but- one thing she's not. She ain't Beyonce. Taking to Twitter following his interview, Smith posted a three-minute video captioned, Apologies to Rihanna for my words. Gotta be more careful. Rihanna, go do your thing. I apologize for creating whatever brouhaha comes of this. I gotta be more careful where people twist it and turn it into something it ain't. This year's Super Bowl will go down February 12th in Glendale, Arizona. That's music news you can use for January 20th, 2023. I'm Dave Wheeler. So we've been talking a lot about conspiracy theories on the show, right? And, uh, I, you know, I feel like that kind of piqued my interest a little bit. And I heard two actually yesterday, but I'll share one of them with you because I really did a deep dive into this. And this this might change the way that you interact with TikTok, might change your love for it possibly. So <clears throat> TikTok's algorithm and how the app is designed is very, very similar to casino tactics with the effects, quick videos, music. It keeps you really hooked. 
Right. Um, And there's a psychological tactic that's called operative conditioning, where through programmed rewards, you can be trained to behave in a certain way. Examples, when you get an allowance for cleaning your room, you're trained slowly to want to clean your room and to clean your room because you know that there's a reward. When you're at a casino, you spend $60, but you win 20 and that 20 makes you feel great. It makes you want to keep going, right? You're trained for that reward. It's a dopamine kick. Yeah, absolutely. And um, this conspiracy theory is that TikTok is training you to want that reward. Casinos give money. TikTok's reward is all around your ego and desire for social validation. Now, have you ever noticed how some people's profiles, even ones with millions of followers, will have videos that have tens of thousands of views, sometimes millions of views, and then they have others that are, you know, maybe 2,000 views that can at times be pretty unrealistically inconsistent. I can't remember his profile name. It's like 420 Dog something. That guy that did the Cranberry Fleetwood Mac video blew up, was in a Super Bowl commercial, was hanging out with Snoop Dogg, all that stuff from this one video of him quite literally doing nothing but drinking cranberry juice while on a skateboard or longboard. Yeah, that was awesome. So the likes and comments and views... And saves are all very, very visible on TikTok, which obviously makes your ego want to constantly check back to try harder and harder to make you feel more validated. And the conspiracy is that to keep you hooked, TikTok will intentionally give you a win every so often to try to keep you addicted, even when your content sucks. They have intentionally programmed you to desperately be trying to create that next viral video by occasionally showing your video to more people than usual on the For You page so that you get that rush, your ego is satisfied, you're hungry for more. And in theory, the views and likes don't actually represent anything. It's TikTok's way of playing you in the game that makes them money. And considering how it's the largest platform right now, It's clearly working due to this structure. So there's a lot of people that are saying like, yeah, you may have lots of TikTok views and likes and whatever, but that doesn't actually mean anything. And a lot of those are probably not even real because they're intentionally putting it out there to keep you hooked. I mean, I don't disagree. I think that there definitely are videos that TikTok just pushes out um, to try and give people a chance. But it's interesting because over the last two years that I've been on TikTok, I, I, I would say I post at least three to five times a week on the platform. I can almost nine times out of 10 tell you what video is going to do well and what video isn't going to do well. So then how how does that lend to your conspiracy? Because I'll know I'm like, OK, no, I'll even be able. I literally yesterday I was like, uh, we just talked about Dreamland Diner not too long ago. I said this new business in Winnipeg. I'm going to put it up and it's going to do very well. Overnight, 100,000 views. Well, you're lucky with that because it's local, right? So, of course, anybody within that region will be fed that. But, uh, you know, going- not necessarily because it, if not everybody's videos, like if you're posting, if I post something that is Toronto based, it doesn't necessarily go to Toronto people. It only it, it depends on what your niche is and what you've decided to send out to people. I can literally almost tell you every single time what video is going to do well. However, so maybe in your case, you can. Can do that if you've broken the system. But if you go back to even the famous 
juice and skateboard yeah, but those, guy. Those like, are those those. But even that, like you look at that video, that one of him with the cranberry juice on, like people were legitimately loving that. Mm-hmm. And then that was such a good video, and it was so popular, and were millions of people watching it and recreating it. And it was just like fad for a little bit. No wonder he doesn't get any more of those. He but can't, he tries. He, yeah, he yeah, tries. It absolutely. worked. And, and, but he's not going to get those same views because that is a viral video. That is one that people are laughing and they're loving. And even though he has those millions of followers, the For You page doesn't work like that. But because the it was viral. The 100,000 views that I have on my video from last night, 99% of those are from the For You page. None of those are from my followers. Well, by there the way. you go. By, exactly. By the, they gave you a win. Congratulations! No, I, I earned my win. No, they I, gave TikTok I, gave you. See, no, no, this no. is the ego. No, no, Don't no. think about your ego here. You, no, I'm you not. You worked hard on it, and I believe that, and I know that, and it's a good video. But again, that yeah. that's that is actually almost perfectly sums this up. TikTok no. gives you wins so that no. you keep trying and pushing I, and constantly trying and trying and trying for more wins. I th- I think Tyler Carr's situation is different. You're talking about somebody who like the uh, the triple rainbow guy. <laughs> Great video. One, one video that went super viral, and I still follow, and all of his other videos have 12, maybe 15 views, where Tyler consistently has those kinds of views. By the way, congratulations on your one millionth like. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I look at mine right now, and it's like, so I guess TikTok, the last eight videos, uh, 200,000, 250,000. validation. The validation. So I, it I, are they're just giving me, they're just giving no, me no, wins no. every video? I'm not saying that. You obviously have real followers. <laughs> like, obviously, See, the ego. No, the ego's not, I, taking over. Stop talking about my ego. I'm trying to defend my content and my I'm creativity. I'm your content. I never said yes, anything you about you. I'm talking about the dog face to 420, dude, no, and you're you, making it about and then you. You literally just said you're and like, TikTok gave you a win. All no. of your likes and no. views. It's the ego. That's exactly no. what I'm talking about. This sounds like somebody who TikTok, wishes they got views. No, I literally <laughs> barely on it. TikTok, though, as <laughs> How a do you, whole. Why are you speaking on it then? Because it's a conspiracy theory I got I into know. and you're making it about you. I am because I am passionate the about my content. The ego TikTok yes, is here's working. The thing. I have a here's massive ego. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank I don't you. necessarily think. Do. I, yeah. I don't necessarily think Unreal. it's a conspiracy theory. I think this is a regular practice that a lot of employers do. This is why you have employee of the week. This oh, is yeah. why you have employee yeah, yeah, yeah. of the month. The wins. This, is, this incentivizes people to work harder. And with TikTok, they don't put out their own content. They have users do it. So in order for users to keep putting in the content, they have to reward them. Yeah, with it, exactly. That's exactly it. But yeah. That's how the For You page works. The For You page rewards you and gives you the content that you want and then you make content based on who is seeing your stuff so once you understand where your videos are going if you make content based on that tiktok will give you more people to see it because you are following exactly what you are doing and what people like to well, see exactly like well, the, not, like the br- the breaking of the system with that right like obviously it's not, it's not, it's not breaking it. a system it's literally just understanding good content and understanding how it works but there are plenty of accounts that don't understand that and they too will get these huge yes, wins but it's out from of a for, nowhere. It's the For You page. But it's why just is how it works. on the For You page? Because well, that, I'll, I'll tell you every, It works every single time that you get a like on a video, it gets sent to another person. And I'll if more you, people keep liking it, it gets more viral. I'll tell you why TikTok Jealous. does it. Because number one, not wow. only does it incentivize, not only does it incentivize people to create more content, it allows people to spend more time totally, on their platform yeah. and who's the winner in both of those scenarios TikTok. TikTok yeah absolutely absolutely I don't know how this turned into a Jasmine's jealous of Tyler situation no, here 
It's all, just, you came at talk, me for my ego, and it no, sounds like you're jealous. That's all it is. I was talking about other people and how TikTok feeds on that. I literally never go back and listen to this audio. I no, never no, once said anything about you. Listen, if anyone's going to win the ego <laughs> race on this show, it's going to be me. Okay, yeah, that is true. That just is for true. the record, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with hour two. The loud line and Lady Gaga kicks it off next. The loud line two zero four four seven eight eighty forty. Hey, good morning, guys. This is Doug Gilmore calling. Just want to make sure you understand. The Leafs uh. won four one last night. You understand? Four one Wheeler. What's happening to your team? <sighs> oh my God. That's okay. Hey, let him have his moment. Going. It's still going. That's that's okay. Let him have his moment. Have All a good day, guys. good. <laughs> that's uh, Tyler's dad. Those who don't know, commenting on last night's. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs win over the Winnipeg Jets. Hey, mm-hmm. it's all right. It's a uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Amen. I would agree. I would mm-hmm. agree. Have his moment, you know. Yeah. There well, listen. Go. Maple Leafs fans don't get a lot of moments. I mean, uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's been a long time, <laughs> so you is. know, let them have their their little wins. That's cool. Their little wins. Good morning. You know what? I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I've been listening to your radio station every morning, and it's been interesting. I don't understand the whole paper rock cigar. Sigger <laughs> thing, but okay. Anyways, just calling to check in, see how everybody's doing. I'm doing all right. I'm in a transition of jobs right now, and I don't like leaving companies and starting a new job, but I got to do what's right for me. So, yeah, that's okay. Um, anyways, I just wanted to know if anybody watched uh, the Netflix movie uh, The Quiet Place. Do yep. the second one because it was actually really good. And I actually liked it, and I'm excited for the third one. So it's very suspenseful, and I'm not going to do any spoiler alerts. But Jesus, gripey! Anyway, <laughs> hope you're all doing great. Have an amazing Friday, everybody. Thank you for the call. That third uh, one's me, uh... the prequel, right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was. Quiet Place 3 is a prequel. Unless By the way, just to, just to help her out a little bit, uh, she didn't understand the rock, paper, scissors thing, so it's a game where Stop. no... <laughs> what? She, I think she meant like because it was on the radio. Oh, and she couldn't okay. actually see it. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. My God, Tina, get over it. Britney Spears no. already. It's uh, nothing to stress yourself out like that about. My God, girlfriend. Two th- Thanks for calling me girlfriend. By the way, I appreciate that. <laughs> Two things I won't get over: Britney Spears and TikTok. That's all. <laughs> oh, you. There will be another platform that'll take over one day. Absolutely, and I'll be on that too. Yeah, we'll be obsessed hey, with that one. Dave. Good job on the podcast. I like hearing the Safety Net Studios at the start of it. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. There you go. Nice yeah. little compliment. Never, always trying to just uh, keep things fresh and whatnot, but uh, Safety yeah. Net Studio is the uh, is the home of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr Podcast. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. It's Marlon. Um, before I get into the joke, I have a question for you. Mm. Um, Tyler, I know you said you saw the movie The Menu, and mm-hmm. Brian Mataki oh, so reviewed good. it, said it was great. I yep. really want to see it, but I don't like scary movies. So, <laughs> is it like is it more comedy, no. more thriller, suspense? 
Suspense. Or is it super scary? Like, am I going to be bothered by it and looking for the boogeyman under the bed before I go to sleep? No, I wouldn't say it's not a horror movie. It's definitely a thriller. There are some jump scares, but like overall, like it, it is, there are some funny moments too. I wouldn't say that you're going to, you would probably have to, my friends and I, we always do when we watch a thriller is we watch a cleanser after. So just have like a 30 minute show that you can watch after before bed and you'll be fine. Um, let me know. Am I going to be okay if I watch it or am I going to regret it? And here's the joke. There's a guy, he's on a road trip, he's in the middle of nowhere, and his car breaks down. So he gets out, looks under the hood, and he sees something wrong with the motor piston. He's in the middle of nowhere, he's got no tools, no self-surface, so he's just like, ah, got nothing to do but wait for somebody to come by. Finally, a truck comes down the road, and he waves it down, there's two guys in it. And he rolls down the window, and they say, hey, what's wrong? He says, piston broke, he said. So are we. Get in. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, you can call the loud line anytime. Uh, the number is 204-478-8040. Uh, I can't remember when I mentioned it in the show yesterday. I think it was around half uh, 7.50 yesterday. Uh, but I told you that I had a uh, appointment with a proctologist yesterday. Uh, I'm um, going to update you on that okay. later on. Oh, is that a good a okay. good update or a bad? Did you have a good time? I did something that I thought would be funny that ended up being not very funny, which made it very awkward, which made it even funnier for me. Okay, oh, don't okay. say anything else. Don't say anything okay. else. Don't say anything else. I'll tell you about that coming up in the primetime hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. We are live from the IJL Diamond Studios located at Polo Park. It's the HQ of Energy 106 and the home of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Okay, so before we get to the... Are we doing the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts yeah. here? Okay, I'll run through all the information here because there's a lot to get through. So uh, this Scotty's Tournament of Hearts uh, is going down January 25th to 29th at East St. Paul Arena. Now, you can get full event pa- passes and day passes. They're available right now online at... Uh, East St. Paul Curling Club.net or at the door during the event. Now, this is going to be one of the strongest fields in the history of Manitoba's Women's Curling Championship because Jennifer Jones is going to be Ooh. there, a bunch of others as well. The winner is actually going to go on to represent Manitoba at the Canadian Scotties coming up in February. And unlike past years, there's actually going to be no network TV coverage of this championship round. So you have to see it live. Like, that is the only place that you can be to see it. So it's pretty important that you go live. We also have uh, updates on Alec Baldwin and his charges and what people are saying about those. That's coming up in the news feed in less than 10. Okay. 204-452-1061. First caller through is going to have the opportunity to win these tickets. Jasmine Lane is going to represent them in this trivia game. Uh, so you get you put your trust in Jasmine. What's your name on the phone? Marcel. Marcel. Okay, Marcel, we're going to throw you on hold. If Jasmine Lane, very similar to Tyler yesterday, can get at least four out of seven. Actually, you know what, Marcel? I'm going to give you the option. If, do you think she's going to get... These are all curling trivia questions. Do you think she's going to do better than 50% or worse? So how Canadian is she? <laughs> Basically. I think she's going to do worse. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> That's my boy. Thanks, Marcel. All right. Ready, Jasmine Lane? Yeah, yeah. What country is credited... With the origins of curling. Why did Tyler get yes or no questions? And I get this. Um, what country is credited with the origins of curling? Canada? I don't know. Canada. Incorrect. We're uh. looking for the great land of Scotland. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. <sighs> also uh, credited with the origins of golf. So, you know, Scotland. Makes sense. Manitoba Scotties Tournament of Hearts. Probably should have. 
Curling has been part of the Winter Olympics for quite some time. How long? Before 1950 or after 1950? Before 1950. That's right. 1924 is when curling made its first appearance in the Winter Olympics. Jasmine Lane, what province has won the most men's briar championships? Ah, uh, Manitoba? Yes. Oh. 27 out of 72 possible, out of 73. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. Haven't won since 2011, though. It's been a, it's been a minute. Jasmine Lane, in a regular game of curling, how many rocks can be on the ice at one time? Uh, uh, six. 16. Really? Oh, think about it. You got four players on each yeah, team, okay. and they each throw two rocks. That's right. Eight times two is six. That's 16. a lot. What is the name of the leader of a rink? <laughs> the skipper? Tyler Carr, I need a judge on this one. The actual answer is skip, and she said skipper. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say. What's wrong with the skipper? A skipper. It's the same thing they call it with Jennifer Jones, skipper. That's how it was in the no. press release. No, it sounds like you're no. talking about like a peanut butter or something. No. Which provinces have won the most Scotty tournaments of hearts wins? There's three of them. If you get two, I'll give you the point. Saskatchewan? If you get two of them, I'll give you two? the point. <laughs> Saskatchewan and Manitoba? Yeah, and Canada is the other one. 11. 11. They're all equal with 11 wins. Okay, this is the, uh, this is it. Either you make or break this one. <laughs> what is a curling tournament called? A bomb spiel. Say it again? A bomb spiel. Say it one more time. Why? A bomb spiel. Okay, that's better. You were saying <laughs> bomb spiel. It's B-O-N. Bon, not bomb. <laughs> I said bon. You said bomb spiel. Oh, pam, pam, whatever. Well, <laughs> good news for Jasmine. She wins. Bad news for Marcel. He voted against you, which means he does not win the tickets. We move Sorry, on to the next Marcel. caller. Congrats, next guy. All right. 204-452-1061. What is your name? Alisa. You win for doing absolutely Yay! nothing. Yay! Hey, hang on the line. We'll grab some details from you in just a sec here, okay? There you go. All right. Uh, you mentioned that this uh, this tournament does not have television coverage, yeah. which I find very odd. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about Live Golf. They finally found a television partner, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you who. It's going to surprise you. I'll tell you about that coming up next in the sports, right after Jasmine Lane's news feed, which is next here on Wheeler in the Morning. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Kelly Clarkson's stalkers are much scarier and creepier than we originally thought. And also everything about the new charges on the set of Rust with Alec Baldwin. First, Manitoba Hydro has asked us to give them a call and let them know if we see a buildup of ice on power lines. While it may look pretty, it can actually cause great damage to the lines and poles holding them up from all of the extra weight. You can contact them to see... uh, Sorry, you can contact them if you see a stretch of buildup on hydro lines by calling them or by messaging them with the location through their social media. Kelly Clarkson has been granted a permanent restraining order against two men who have repeatedly showed up at her home. One of them who came in a semi-truck and just waited outside of her property on more than one occasion to try to get a glimpse of her. The men have also left her gifts and taken pictures of her children. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Stand a little taller. 
I have a question, actually. Sorry, on that. Kelly Clarkson lives in a really high, high class gated community. How are these people getting in? Don't you need to have permission in a gated community to get no. in? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily a gated community. Sometimes they have gated homes, but mm. they actually have tours where you go to Hollywood and you can go on a star tour where they mm. will drive you by these celebrities' houses. That's weird. Alec Baldwin is set to be formally charged with involuntary manslaughter following the prop gun that ended up firing a live round by his hand while filming his movie Rust. He's being charged as both an actor and producer. They take the gun, they enter the gun, and all the rounds that are in there were either dummy rounds, no flash, cold rounds, or rounds with a flash. In the rehearsal, there should have been nothing. It should have been a cold gun with no rounds inside or dummy rounds. Where he pulled the trigger of what he thought was a stunt gun. And as an actor, he pulled that trigger. But also, as a producer, he failed to ensure the set was safe. Baldwin's legal team has made a statement, firstly noting the terrible tragedy that resulted in the death of Helena Hutchins, one of their friends, and said that Baldwin being charged is a terrible miscarriage of justice as Alec Baldwin had absolutely no knowledge there was a live round in the prop and had several trusted professionals that are the ones to ensure everything on set is a prop and is safe. They will be fighting the charges. If he's going to be charged with anything, he should be charged with bad acting. Man, that Baldwin family. <laughs> wow. By the way, I, I just watched a really good movie with uh, my wife and I watched it. It's an older one, but uh, it's on Netflix. It's called It's Complicated. It's got Meryl Streep, Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin, John Krasinski's in it. If, if, if you want to sit down with the wife and watch a good classic dating movie, that one's tolerable. Noted. Okay. Okay. I promise I'd tell you this. So the Live Golf Tour. Live Golf. Last year, it was kind of like their beta season, and they were doing everything on YouTube because they didn't have a TV partner. You each get one guess and be as be as outside of the box as you possibly can. Who do you think they signed with? Teletoon. Sorry, say again. TMZ. Teletoon. (laughs) You're both very close. They signed with the CW. Oh, that's... (laughs) So what, you can watch The Walking Dead and then watch golf or what? Right? Okay. Like, what Mm. an odd pairing. I want to see some zombies walking on the golf course. That's what I want. Well, Phil Mickelson's playing this year, yeah. so you might. Uh, Tiger sports Woods is too. <laughs> oh, he's not really walking right now, poor guy. I'm Dave Wheeler, and this is your weekly web wrap. This week's trending TikTok hashtag sees users using this sound to recall a moment when you overreacted or took it too far because it was never truly that serious. You know what it never was? That serious. It was never that serious. The trend has over 75,000 hashtags on the platform. That 90s show, which is a direct follow-up to That 70s Show, is now streaming on Netflix, and the internet seems to approve with the hashtag That 90s Show trending on Twitter with high praise. See about my boy here, huh? Look at this guy. Look at him. Look at him. He's got his dad's looks and his mom's braids. Like straight A's last year. Sweet lord, it's evolving. <laughs> the new trailer for Scream 6 dropped yesterday to many theories and rumors of what will transpire for the Woodsboro survivors. I had this secret. There's a darkness inside of me. The absence of Nev Campbell's character Sydney in the trailer has led to fans theorizing of a possible surprise appearance in the film. Hot Ones, the YouTube interview show with Sean Evans, has released its hot sauce lineup for season 20. This has to be by far the most intimidating label we've ever had in the front half of the gauntlet. Season 20 of Hot Ones launches this coming Thursday, January 26th. And Boston Dynamics have simultaneously fascinated the internet and scared them at the same time with the latest video of their robot Atlas helping out at a construction site. 
such a show off. Atlas finishes off the video with a backflip twist off the scaffolding with a fist pump after sticking the landing. That is your weekly web wrap. I'm Dave Wheeler. Okay, I got to tell you about this. This is funny. Um, <laughs> football stadium, National Football League. The uh, the home team had the Denver Broncos uh, in playing, and they were getting the wheels beat off them because the Broncos aren't very good this year. Mm-hmm. And so the Jumbotron operators, the people that are behind the scenes that put up all the entertaining stuff, and they yeah. go around and they'll, they'll do kiss cam and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh. They put a filter on, and they put people in the stands that had stuck around to watch the end of the game um, that were wearing Denver Broncos jerseys. Yeah, and made it made them all look sad with the filter. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> That's a pretty good troll. That is good. So funny. That is That's good. A pretty good one. That is good. Coming up People after do eight that, o'clock, they'll, they'll actually do that at like malls and stuff. They'll just have their phone set up and they'll record a video with the sad face on and it'll people will walk by in the mall and literally it'll just be like random people just sad walking in the mall it's so funny it's so funny should do that at polo coming up at the prime time hour of wheeler in the morning with jasmine lane and tyler Carr. i've been talking about this for months now people thought that'll never happen but this very experimental very futuristic idea of building a city not in like a big circle but building it in a straight line it's happening. It's actually happening. And I want to dive into it in this whole organization and what they're doing. It's absolutely mind-blowing. We'll get into that after 8 o'clock. Some winning on the way. We'll do some football picks, and I'll give you an update, a very funny update on what happened at my proctology exam yesterday. Normally, that's not something that you know, you'd know you want to talk about, <laughs> but it's fine. funny. Okay. Funny stuff coming up. All that in the primetime hour. First, we do this. Wait. What? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. So, um, Mexico vacations. If your flight didn't get canceled by Sunwing, at least, and you have one coming up, there's something you got to be mindful of because the country just enacted one of the tightest anti-tobacco laws in the entire world. Now, they already had pretty strict laws uh, when it came to the sale and use of electronic cigarettes and vapes. Um, you ha- actually, Tyler, you knew somebody who went and they yeah. had, there's like they had to get searched and oh, everything. Oh yeah, no. They it, as soon as we as soon as he got to Mexico, they found that he had a vape pen, and oh my gosh, they thought he was going to get arrested. Like uh. it was it was not good. And then they ended up taking his iPhone charger because they thought it was charging the vape pen, and it was a whole ordeal. He had to sign a paper. It was oh. just it was a lot. It was just a lot. Definitely something to be mindful of. And uh, even now, more so on Sunday, they completely banned smoking in all public places, hotels, parks, and beaches. They've also banned any and all advertising for tobacco products. A move a lot of people are cheering them on for and uh, saying, you know, due to the number of deaths that are caused in, in relation to smoking every year, more countries should have laws like this. And I'm curious on your thoughts. Do you think with really tight laws like this, we could obliterate smoking culture? I like the way Scandinavia tackled this. What they did was... Okay, I'll give you an example. Once upon a time here in the province of Manitoba, you could buy cigarettes at 16 years old. They moved that up to 18 years old, so you'd have to be yeah. start checking birthdays. So oh what they did gosh. over in Scandinavia is they said, if, if, if you're an adult you know, and you've been smoking for a while, fine, but as of the year 2025, we don't care if you're 18 or not, you're not allowed to buy cigarettes. If you were born before or after this year or whatever the year may be, you just you flat out can't buy them. Sorry. 
Right. So interesting. I, so, I, so they're just I, at the, uh, after that point, after everybody else that has lived past that is gone, they're essentially not going to have cigarettes anymore. Right. So, so you kind of you kind of eradicate it slowly rather than you know ripping off right. the bandaid, which I kind of feel like they're doing here. Well, and I also know- it's it's also there are people that are actually addicted to that, and if you take it away from them, who knows how they're going to spiral? Mm. Rather than trying to get them to quit in a healthy way and trying to encourage quitting, you just rip it away from them. They're just going to get potentially aggravated and pick up something that might be even worse. Now, on top of that, what we're doing here in Canada, you mentioned it earlier this week, Jasmine Lane, about the whole um, labels on alcohol and and what they're saying you you yeah. can and can't drink. In the, in the same breath, when the Trudeau government decriminalizes crack cocaine, like it's, it, it, there's just it, very interesting ways of how our freedoms are being shuffled. You know what I mean? Hmm. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, slightly. I'm a little lost, but I I get what you're getting at. Like, like I mean, I get, we're we're at a point in society where I feel like we're smart enough to make our own decisions, like, and the government's think, still oh, going. I no. see, yeah, I see what right. you mean. Do you think that Canada is doing the right thing right now when it comes to smoking and tobacco to try and get people off of it, or do you think we could be doing more? Dave? What is Canada even doing right now? Well, really? they're, they're, they're doing. They made it super, 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 super expensive. Yeah, is what they've done, and then they just put the awful pictures on the packaging yeah. as well yeah. to try and convince you. Oh, that's right. They did change that recently, and then no more colorful labels and stuff. That yeah. was another one. Curious on your thoughts with this. Would it work? Would it not? You can text 204-452-1061. Okay, I want you to Google Neom. N-E-O-M. I did it after you messaged me yesterday and I got instantly stressed out. Why? Uh, I agree with that. Why stressed out? It's cool, but like, do you guys remember the movie Elysium? It reminds me of that. Yeah, except we're doing this on Earth. We're not doing it. In outer space, but it still is like a secluded society of elites. It's kind of, it's kind of a no, similar... not necessarily, not uh, necessarily. Some of the ones that they're building are super elite. Yes, I would agree with that. But some of the stuff they're building is it's it's everything that we've been screaming about as far as you know. We got to be more eco friendly. We got to right. be more. We get, we got to take care of the earth more. So this this city that they're building, starting in the Red Sea, and instead of like building out just all the way along the coast. They're building in a straight line, yeah. and it's going to be the size of the like as tall as the Empire State Building for like thirty kilometers. And then there's there's literally like it looks like nothing around it. <laughs> it's just that's yeah. the part two that's just. But and then for me, vibes. The the reason why when you sent it to me yesterday, first of all, I did not think this was real. Uh, number two, my next question to you is going to be: Do people actually know about this, or is this just one of those things that like? Like, I, if it wasn't for you, Dave, I would have never known that this was happening. So I'm curious to know how much of, like, the general public knows that this is actually going on. And then my third thing is, are we going to get to a point where if you're living in the line, you can't exit the line? Because if you exit the line, then, oh, no, no, that's no, a good you're point. going to Badlands. You're going to no, Badlands. No, you're that's thinking the, the vibe I'm getting. That's the no, vibe I'm you've getting. watched too much Hunger Games. No, I've watched too much The Last of Us. <laughs> I the line the idea is it's going to be completely self-sustainable with uh, solar energy. Now a lot of people are talking about well, what about the animals in those areas? They're leaving very similar mm, if you're driving I didn't through even the Rocky. Think about that. Yeah, so very similar if you're driving through the Rocky Mountains, uh, certain roads they actually have like bridges where animals don't have to cross the road. They build bridges for them so they can get by and stay in nature, and they have them all caged off, and it's mm-hmm. just like this little this yeah, it's basically like a tunnel. 
they're going to do the same thing. They're going to have areas underneath where the animals are still going to be able to migrate through these spots. Uh, some people are saying that, you know, it's a big, giant, shiny glass mirror that you're putting up and birds are not going to like that. Well, they haven't liked that through most of the major cities around the world anyways. The amount of birds that die when they hit skyscrapers is countless. But outside of that, this is mind-blowing. There's going to be no vehicles, no, no need for a vehicle. They're going to have trams running underneath. Go ahead, Jasmine. What? I, sorry, just before we get into all the other cool stuff, animals. Are there going to be any animals inside of this place? Sure, why not? Like there will be birds and they're going to have like foxes or something. Birds, but well, then the minute they leave. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> well, they're going to have open eco areas. And keep in mind, they're building this in the middle of the desert. So they're going to have um, botanical gardens that are going to be available for, for cultivation. Uh, certain areas are where they're going to be in different. Keep in mind, this thing is as tall as the Empire State Building. So there's going to be multiple levels of entertainment, shopping malls, parks. Yeah. Anything that you have in regular areas of the world and neighborhoods and cities is just all going to be built in a straight line. And Why? when it was first theorized, when it was first theorized, like keep in mind, this is the um, uh, the Saudis that are doing this who have more money than they know what to do with. I'm a big fan of architecture, and I have been for a long time, but a lot of times when they have ideas like this, people are like, oh, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, yeah, too bad it'll never happen. They have so much money, they're like, we're doing it. Let's go. Get the shovels in the ground now. Like, they don't even bother debating it. They just go, let's go. Let's do it. What are we waiting for? Kelly texted in at 204-452-1061. Neom, just talking about the Matrix, yes, 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 uh, the Matrix yesterday. The lead character's name is Neo. Neo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Neom. Again... <laughs> Don't go up past that line. Don't so go past ne- that line. Neom is basically, it's a, uh, a conglomerate of a whole bunch of different uh, investing interests, and they've opened up a whole bunch of other businesses and whatnot to put all this together. And I, I find it exciting. I really do. Like, we always talk about it's, it's the a future. Cool, it's a cool it concept. It seems very and it's, divisive. I'm very happy that this isn't happening in Canada. They can test it over there. And then if the people get locked inside the line, then we don't have to do it here. <laughs> why, why would you say it's divisive? It's divisive in that it is completely cut off from everything on the outside, though I'm sure residents will be allowed to go on the outside in the middle of the desert, should they so choose. But it just seems very divisive. It's You're literally building a private society. Yo, the Amish have been doing this forever. You know, like, it's just... I don't there's I, just I, something about it and I worry too about the laws and rules there is it still going to be the same or there going to be different things like what kind of a community is going to be there. Yeah. Okay. It's not a private society. They're going they're going to be housing 9 million people from all over the world. Like if you want to move there, move there. No different if you decide to move to Arburg or if you want to move yeah, to Brandon move or there wherever and then like, you're stuck there. <laughs> now nah, you're not stuck there. Well, it's we'll it's going to be why would you say like listen, if you move to another city, would you say that you're no, stuck there? No, no, but like it just the line looks like you could be more stuck there than a regular city. Out? You well, know there's, gonna be, there's gonna be airports. There's gonna be like the idea is is that you don't have to drive. I mean, you're gonna have everything you need there. You can leave if you want to. It's not a prison by any stretch. Okay, here. it's just a new way have to you, live. It's the Lorax. We got that's we, what it is. We actually got some uh, really good text messages coming in here. Uh, Brian wants to know. So then, what would happen in case of a fire? Because that would be then mm. you're you're contained in a line, and then it's just gonna what all be engulfed in flames? Because then it burns nope. up, and it's just. No, they're going to have, number one, their emergency uh, response time is going to be incredible because no one's going to be stuck in traffic with all these trams. But they're going to have plumbing running all the way through for fire suppression and, and sprinklers. if it's a bigger fire. 
soon as that fire, though, gets outside of the line. No, no. <laughs> Perfect example. Uh, your buddy Trevor, who works in the Richardson building downtown, yeah, yeah. had a fire in the building on a couple of the floors. They had to shut down those two floors, but they didn't right. shut down the entire building. Right, right. Yeah, so I guess they would. Have, I don't know. What about food? You're going to be able to grow food. Like, they're still going to be importing and exporting things. It's not like it's just like, no one's allowed in the line. I mean, there's still going to be transports bringing in foods. You're still going to have your big chain restaurants. You're still going to have all the things that you have. You know what it's makes not- me sad? What? It makes me sad because I just, and it's just one of those things, and the world is growing, and I get it. But, like, you're you're doing this in the middle of the desert, which is totally nomad's land. I get it. But it makes me sad because I feel like, you know, give another 50 years and it's like, well, how much natural space of just earth are we going to have left? Okay, this is a barren wasteland of nothing. And they're turning it into something and they're turning it into something. I mean, tarantulas that love the barren wasteland of nothing. (laughs) And then they're taking very good care of the ecosystem that is there. But instead of eating up land that is very fertile for farming, like we're doing right now, like especially Mm -hmm. out on the West Coast and the the lower mainland. Uh, instead of doing that, let's go build stuff in the desert you know and use the, the power of the sun to be able to grow stuff. That sounds like a great idea. Oh, it's all solar powered. That's cool. Yeah. I, they, they, it's going to be a zero or at least very close to zero emission city. Nine million people. Question. If you're doing a radio show there, would it be able to be broadcasted to all nine million people because you're in a line and it would be easier to broadcast or would the frequency get cut because of the line? No, I think it would. Listen, if it's only 30 kilometers long, keep in mind our uh, the, you know the perimeter is probably longer than that and so yeah as long as you put a tower question as soon as that frequency though goes across the line (laughs) question (laughs) is there plans for a water park yeah like every like literally it's right on the red sea people are going to be able to park their yachts there their sea dues all the water sports you want to do they're gonna it will have if if you if you ask the question will you have the answer is yes to everything question every single thing is it going to be like the vatican how so like will will it be technically its own place like where no, you'll no, need no. to have like a passport to actually get in and out? No, it'll still fall. I don't know what jurisdiction it's going to be. Hang on a sec here. Uh, so like if you just what? go and travel to the UAE, you could go to this place in theory just for a little day trip. Uh, so, well, it's in Saudi Arabia. So oh, you're I'm out. Likely, yeah, I know. Same. <laughs> you're, you're, same. Likely, I wouldn't survive no ma- even with the line. Yeah. They would put me somewhere even deeper down in the line if I moved to Saudi Arabia. You, well, would, you wouldn't be deep in the line. You would be in the ground. I would walk in and be like, hi, I'm here to check out the line. And they'd yeah. be like, right this way, sir. You and me both. <laughs> you and me both. They'd be like, hey, where's your, where's your note saying that from a male family member that you're allowed to travel alone? Oh, you're not? <laughs> it's says here the we line joke, is a linear s- the l- is a linear smart city under construction in Saudi Arabia in Niam Tabuk province which is designed to have no cars streets or carbon emissions and that's just the basic as soon as you uh put in what country is the line in that's what it tells you okay mm. we're getting a lot of text messages if you have any thoughts too 204-452-1061 or the loud line 204-478-8040 by the way, sorry, I was I was a little short. It's a uh, 170 kilometers long, but oh. I think the the, 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 fir- the first start is going to be about 30, and then they're just going to keep adding on and adding on and adding on as they go along. Yeah, get more people in the line. I don't like more. it. I don't like lines. If there's anything I know about lines, is that I don't like them. <laughs> I'm 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 interested to see how this goes. If this goes flawlessly, and it's and it's something that is like safe and it helps the earth, cool, great, amazing. But I'm just again happy. They're doing it over there, and we can kind of watch from afar. They should just convert their energy to solar energy where they are right now instead of using all of the fuel and resources it takes to make this place. 
Wow, you're such a negative Nancy. Listen, you? I was almost down when I heard there was a water park, and then I remembered where it was, and I was like, not for me, bro. What, because they're not allowed to have fun there? I'm not allowed to have fun there. <laughs> I'm also not allowed to have fun there. But Dave, have a great time. <laughs> have fun, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Energy 106, all the hits. That's the weekend. You know, it was interesting. When he won Album of the Year for the Grammys way back, I thought, uh, okay, he's Canadian. I'd never heard of him before. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I got to give that album a listen. I had, he, had, he had been in Winnipeg, and I remember I was getting phone calls from people saying, hey, can you get me tickets to the weekend? I'm like, no, you just enjoy it like a normal human being after Friday. <laughs> like, literally, I had no clue who this guy was. I listened to that record that that song is off of and blew my mind. I was still working in rock radio at yeah, the time. Yeah. That album blew my mind. Yeah. Of how good it was. Honestly, every song he puts out is I it's it's good. It's great. It's fantastic. I I remember the first time when it was Can't Feel My Face and all of those and I, I even I was like, who is this guy? What's he doing here? And then the minute I found out he was Canadian, I it was almost like it was selfishly I was just like, what? Like He's from Canada? Like, it took me by surprise, but, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, we're going to give away some uh, gift cards right now. One. One gift card. $50 to spend at Hermanos. 204-452-1061 as we play <gasps> The Secret Game. Uh, caller on the phone. What's your name? Adam. Adam, do you want to put Jasmine or Tyler in the stinky, sweaty, way too big soundproof booth? Uh, Tyler. Okay. <laughs> Tyler. Away with, away with you, boy. Away with you. Okay. Every time he always does that. Okay, Adam, uh, we were literally just talking about the weekend. When when Tyler comes back in, I'm going to say, hey, do you know what his real name is? Do you think he'll know that it's Abel Tesfaye? Uh, no. Okay. Brave. All right. 50-50 here, so. (laughs) Tyler Carr. Come on, back in. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Vamos! Andale! I have to run all the way around. Chill out. You guys are annoying. You're hey, annoying. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Wheels. What's the weekend's real name? Um. I know it. It'll come to me. I keep thinking Idris Alba. No, <laughs> that's not correct. <laughs> oh, the minute you say it, I'm going to know what it is. Oh, I know what it is. I'll give you a hint. No, don't. No, I'm going to give you a hint. It's not Saturday. It might be Sunday. I 100% know what it is, and the minute you say it, I'm going to be so mad. I don't oh, know. We're running out of time yeah, here. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm not going to think a- of it. Abel Tesfaye. Oh, Abel Tesfaye. I knew it. Yeah. What did Adam I, think? I, he did not. He has zero faith in oh, you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Adam. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> All right, we're running out of time here. We'll take a quick break. News feed, sports feed, and I'm going to tell you about my bum coming up after 8.30. This is the News Feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. You can see Billie Eilish perform here in Winnipeg. Find out how in just a bit. Also, we have some more info about this one celeb death, which might make you feel better or worse about it. I don't know. First, though, $150,000 is going towards the Downtown Community Safety Program and their new Clean Slate Program, which helps at-risk community members increase their self-worth by having the opportunity to not only be employed, but also clean up the city and be in a positive and helpful environment for a better chance at reintegration. 
since they can face a lot of difficulties finding jobs. The Clean Slate program will see willing participants clean up garbage, graffiti, shovel snow, and pick up needles, that sort of thing. Many people who are a part of the unhomed community say this program gives them a sense of self-worth and it is empowering to have a chance. Billie Eilish's one-night exclusive theatrical release of Live at the O2 is coming to Winnipeg. We're professionally filming this entire show. It's the only time we've done that. There's like a billion cameras in here. Initially, they had less than 10 screenings of this show worldwide, but due to popular demand, they've added 300 more. Winnipeg is getting more than one at various locations on January 27th. You can get tickets at one of the participating theaters online at billyattheo2.com. I'm going to book. Yeah, you should. Absolutely. I want to see that. More details about the death of Leslie Jordan have come out. Initially, it was reported he experienced some sort of a medical emergency and fatal car crash. But new reports have confirmed he went into cardiac arrest and was deceased before his vehicle actually crashed. You tired? You tired? Mike Mason from Remax Realty, always a good bet. We had a little bit of trouble with Tom Brady last week, but we're looking to rebound this week. You got to do all four games, or are you just going to do three? Let's go four. I like it. Let's start Saturday. Where are you going? I'm going with Jacksonville. And the only reason I am is Kansas City had a lot of tight games this year. Nine points is a lot in the playoffs. Let's see if they can carry forward that momentum from last week. All right, game number two, Saturday evening. This is Saturday, 7-15. I'm going to take this game over. Throughout their last meeting, where the Giants started a practice roster QB, in the first meeting, they scored 70 points combined. I like the over 48 on this game. Okay, moving into Sunday. What do you like? I'm taking the over again. Buffalo's last four games have gone over. There'll be a little bit of weather to watch. There might be sleet. It's going to be around zero, but these are two dynamic offenses I'm hoping for points. And the final game to wrap up the divisional series. San Francisco minus three and a half. This team is a buzzsaw. They've won 11 in a row. Dallas has zero trust in their kicker after we watched what they did. And I think San Fran at home takes this again. Robbie Gold with the edge in the end. Mike Mason laying down the bets. Contact Mike Mason at Remax Realty. Always a good bet. This story needs a little context. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So... Maybe some Purell. I went to go see my GP like eight months ago for you know a checkup, mm-hmm. and he's like, um, you know, I don't want to alarm you, I don't want to worry you, but I'm going to recommend you to a proctologist. Mm-hmm. I was like. Wow, that's not alarming at all when you're in your 40s. Cool, thanks. Now I've got anxiety yeah. until the day I get yeah. to go. <laughs> exactly. Cool. So now I'm for eight, he doesn't, he doesn't tell me anything. For eight months, I'm thinking, I got colon cancer. I'm going to die. Yeah. For eight months, I'm carrying around this burden. So finally, yesterday, I'm going in to see my proctologist. Mm-hmm. It's not a comfortable experience. It's not a pleasurable experience. It's a very awkward conversation, even though you're dealing with a professional and their bedside manner is good for the most part. I mean, these, these, these are professionals. These, these are yeah. PhDs, I mean, right? to each their own, but yeah. And you know me. Yeah. I like to try and be the funny guy in situations like that. It's how I deal with anxiety. I just, you kinda, you know, you're the guy that likes to just break crack the ice. The joke, yeah. Yeah, really crack the joke. Huh. So, 
Uh, There's an old joke about, and it's time-aged, where is it, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going in to uh, see my proctologist. I'm going to get my prostate check. I'm going to bring a bottle of wine and a candle. You know, it's going to be a nice little romantic date with my with my doctor. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what? I'm actually going to follow through on that joke oh. instead of just joking about it. So I went and got a <laughs> I went and got a bottle of wine. <gasps> what? And, no, you and a didn't candle. actually do that. You didn't actually and, do that. I went and got a bottle no, of wine. You didn't do this. And a candle. And I brought it into the proctologist's office. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You set the mood. (laughs) I mean. You didn't actually do this. No, you're just saying this. No, I did. Did you light the candle? But here, no, because here's where everything went south. I I had no idea who the, as in Canada, you don't get to choose your doctor. You just get given a doctor. So I had no idea who this person was. Yeah. English wasn't his first language, which is. It happens a lot in Canada, right? We yeah. get people coming in from other countries yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're, they're all wonderful and they're great at what they do, but they're very good at speaking English in their medical profession. But as far as, you know, regular conversation, not so strong. He didn't get the joke so, at oh, all. Did you think no. you were bringing him like a gift? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Hey, thanks for checking out my butt. Here's a candle and some Stop. wine. Okay, so wait, I need, I need, I need you. Okay, wait. So you got in there, you put the candle on like the desk and then you have the bottle of wine. And what did he, did he notice it right away or what happened? Well, I, I came in and I had it in a little bag and I was like, oh, hey, just so you know, so we can set the mood. And, and you brought, I brought it out. He was in the room and you brought it out one by yeah. one. No. Yeah. And I was like, you're I brought so the, uh, <laughs> and here's a picnic for later. Some snacks. Do you like Ritz? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, stop. That's oh not my gosh. real. And, <laughs> Dave. and he didn't really get it. And, did he keep and the wine? I, I left it there for him. I don't know what he did with it. I like, he almost kind of like when I was putting my stuff back in my pockets and whatnot, he kind of like pointed at the wine. I'm like, no, no, that's, that's for you. You, you can have that. <laughs> I'm shook right now. I literally am like so shook because I've heard of people doing this as a joke before. I didn't actually think people actually did it. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> so wait, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> um, okay, so I had some of my anxiety taken away. Not to get too technical, I, I don't have colon cancer, thank God. Yes. Uh, but what I do have is a blocked gland. Okay. So I actually have to go in for surgery, which oh, sucks. Oh, that does he, suck. Yeah, and so now i got to wait another year for that or whatever, so more anxiety. A year if you're lucky here. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay, there you go. At least you don't... <laughs> You're so stupid. It actually reminds me, because Dave, you and I, our sense of humor and, and method of dealing with things is quite similar in some ways. And I remember the last time I had a pap smear, I'm like sitting up there. She's got this prong of sorts inside of me. And she was like, is it okay? Does anything hurt? And I was like, and I said, I, I'm straight up not having a good time right now. And she went, yeah, me neither. like you know you got to feel for these doctors sometimes in those situations it's like you go to school for it but that's not probably ideally what you want to be doing on your oh my gosh you know what i just realized is dave is the dad from white lotus season one in the first two episodes where he thinks he's dying dying oh from my gosh colonoscopy yes. cancer or t- no Good the news, other I cancer. Don't have cancer you had cancer yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's i now i'm relating it to that oh you know what <sighs> yeah you get us no. you, you get us i yeah uh, no you know what i wish i was in that room watching that whole experience aside from when you took your pants off yeah it was uh 
Yeah. The, the awkwardness made it even more funny for me, <laughs> yeah. at least. And yeah. I'm like, oh, God, this failed miserably. And, and I couldn't stop it. I was chuckling the whole time, which I think helped a aside, little bit for okay, me. Okay, uh, now on a more serious note, aside yeah. from it being obviously uncomfortable and something that you don't enjoy doing, was it as painful as you thought it was going to be to no, the point well, that you couldn't I, recommend every guy to go do this? No, but listen, it's uncomfortable. Yes, absolutely. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. That's, that, that's it. It's, it's, it's not like pain. It's yeah. just uncomfortable. It's not Peter Griffin when he got it done. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> happy right. you're okay. We'll, happy uh, you're okay. Well, yeah, well, well, happy I'm not dying. Yeah, we'll put right, it that way. Right, right. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. If you missed I'm dying it earlier, from we'll... secondhand embarrassment, but that's another thing. <laughs> Living for this. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the morning is broadcasting on Treaty One land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Metis Nation.